1: Do you, really think that? Do you really think that the world gives a damn about you? Hell yeah. no, it don't. Get told, people. Who you you're gonna, gonna turn to? Who you gonna turn yeah. to? Listen, people. You better take a look at yourself, yeah. Hell, Talking to my people. Nice, but you just don't see what you're looking at you're living, Caught up in the make-believe, lost in your ghetto dream, oh, yeah. ghetto people, stop giving up your self-respect, stop it, yeah. talking to my people, yeah, well, I can take some strange turns on you, living with the banks thrown at you, leaves you in the cold, with a day that's not worth having. What you really want
2: but there were others as well as Tymere, Punt and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe? We poured a libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zungay, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankarae at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. Harriet Tutman, we always resisted, and we will always resist. So we pour this libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We pour this libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on a stage. This of call Kisby, may be recorded or transcribed. And proud and productive people. We sache We pour this libation
0: you are listening to time for an awakening media part of the black talk radio network for podcasts or live programming hit them up at time for an awakening.com
2: good morning african world you are listening to african perspectives here on the motherland media network on time for an awakening.com and black talk radio network.com and i am your host baba oshi hotel family Hope everything is well for you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. It is Wednesday. So You've got to get over the hump. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, the weather will be accommodating for you to do it, but, of course, if it is not. And it has to get done. It must, de- must get done. It will get done because you will make it happen. You will do it. Keep getting it done, family. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. From 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11, Mount to 10 Pacific. Any other time around the world, but if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at com. Top of the page, you'll see podcasts, and click on that. The drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. All right. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. This program, as I stated, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. I understand that um, my good brother, Brother Patrick Lumumba, Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement, is still on Thursday nights tomorrow night, and of course he's going to broadcast tomorrow night to talk about what's happening on the weekend on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Jackson, Mississippi. So now, hopefully, he'll come on my program today, give a little update of where things stand. and I'm looking forward to uh, being in Jackson this weekend and um, partaking of all the things that they're offering and and, in, and informing our people of. So I look forward to it. Yep. And of course, on Fridays from 8 p.m., it is time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And on Saturdays, I'm not sure if the Sankofa I know Brother Elliot announced it when I listened to the program last week. And so, the elders of thankful. I'm not sure, but we'll find out. And, um, of course, on uh, Sunday at 7 p.m. on Sunday, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Andrew Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses, it's WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African owned businesses, WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans, Africa for the My good brother Bamani Tahimba is going to be taking a group of our people to Tanzania. November 16th through the 27th, this is the next upcoming uh, tour. November 16th to the 27th. So you so you still at this very moment still have time to get on board. And then in December, December 24th to January 4th, 2024. December 24th to January 4th, 2024. Azenia. Azenia. March 29th to April 9th. Liberia. July 11th to July 23rd, Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, Kemet. And then April 1st to April 11th, 2025. 2025. Senegal and Gambia. Brothers and sisters, go to AfricaForTheAfricans.org. Everything you need is on the website. All information, even if you're not going on a trip Brother Bomani, but you plan to go to Africa, you'll need the information, you need the documentation, you need you may need visas, you may need shots, you may need this, that, and the other. It is all there for you. Brothers and sisters, if you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani2007. Once again, Africa for the Africans dot org habisha habisha incorporated dot org Havishaw. they are um having a uh, a festival harvest festival in october october 14th in ghana october 14th in ghana harvest festival and of course they have the programs that they have here uh Habesha Works, Black to Our Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds, and Urban Green Jobs. And, of course, this, the, the Harvest Fest will be taking place on the grounds of the Kashi Project uh, in Ghana in honor of Brother Dr. Koiku Adu. And uh, that is going to be the October 14th. October 14th. All right. Habesha incorporated.org Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development group, for Group Economics. The Ledge Group, Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. The Ledge deals in the four areas of human necessity, human essential, human necessity, yes. <laughs> Food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects going on in six African countries, over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the Ledge Group abibiatumi A B I B I T U M I. Abibiatumi.com. That's right, com. Um. I don't see they have something happening. Uh, but they always got some good stuff going on. Make that a and also too, you can make that your search engine, Abibiatumi.com. A B I B I T U M I. Abibia Dot com. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in Atlanta in the area they call the West End on Ralph Debert Abernathy and Lee Street and that whole area right there. Yeah. the West End Mall, Wadada's, across the street from Wadada's is the So vegetarian restaurant up the street it is the Shrine of the Black Madonna. It's all going on. A lot of good stuff over there in the West End. Wadada's Healthy market and Juice by Brothers and Sisters. Give them a call at 404 444 1635. 404 444 1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, screening cards, and and all kinds of good stuff, figurines and gift certificates and T-shirts. Yeah, I, I, I missed the uh, presentation and book signing of Kabakamani, who was in town for that moment. And he was at the uh, the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. It was on Tuesday. It was yesterday. Yesterday. I thought it was tomorrow. It was yesterday. And a couple of people called me and told me about it and I was with my family, so I get tied up with them. I had my grandson and so forth. But anyway, yeah, I missed that. i love to have been there. As that, uh, Commedu bookstore had a book signing. Brother Cabo Kamani, he's, I'm saying, you've probably seen the brother. If you, if you saw any of the, uh, Hidden Color series early on, Brother Kamani was in his, uh, his name is, his former name. I would like to say it like that. Not his real name. No, his former name was Coleman. His name now is African-American. Kaba Kamani. And uh, has a new book out. So, And somebody told me about um, Naeem Akbar in town this weekend. Yeah, Naeem Akbar. I don't have the information ready. This was in talk. And so but, um, yeah, I won't be able to see him. He's, he's going to be here on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be here on Sunday at um, One Africa, at the church, One Africa. Well, I would love to hear Naeem. I haven't saw Naeem and heard Naeem in quite some time. You know, yeah. Naim Akbar. I have. uh, When when we had our African American uh, American African firefighters program, EDI, which I go to New Orleans each year. But when we first started out, in the nineties, we were at FAMU. We're at FAMU, and and Naim lived right down the street from FAMU. I'm talking about walking distance from FAMU. Went to visit him and another brother from Atlanta. A fellow firefighter who uh, was um, in his class, because you know he Naim talked at Morehouse for a minute too, but he he's at um, Florida State in Tallahassee. I'm not sure if he's still teaching. If you know, I'm not sure what's happening. Haven't seen Naeem in quite a while. Maybe I'll go on on uh, YouTube and because I uh, man Naeem was cold. Man uh, used to. Uh, I remember a couple of times he came to Milwaukee. I remember one time he saw me. And, brother, oh, yeah, you know. And uh, we, were, we were, what was that at, man? Well, see him all the time in Cincinnati at the Black Men's Think Tank, the Black Men's Think Tank in Cincinnati. But, yeah, Naeem Akbar, good brother. Him and Wade Noble, they used to offer a trip uh, to Kemet. I'm in the, uh, back in um, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we at? Oh, Bb me <laughs> bbtumi. dot com. A B I B I T U M I. dot com. And oh no, we're talking about what others. And then we went to what we do? Oh, man, see, I'm just combobulated, I'm getting off all course, but that's the kind of day it is, family. So you bear with me, I'm trying to keep things in context. Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. Brother Gazemdi Jammu, my good brother, and uh, the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located on Main Street. When you head east on I-20, heading east, you exit 74, you make a left, now you're going north. And on the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Give Brother Gazemdi a jump. We'll call it 770-305-6373. 305 6373 Brothers and sisters, there is light in the Black Dot. Now jump back in your ride and hit back the direction you came, which was north. Now you're going south. Jump back on I-20 going east. Make a left. And then exit. The next exit is exit seventy five, Turner Hill Road. Make a right and go down three lights and make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Yeah. That's where the Collard Green Festival is going to be happening at uh that's right. Mama Nabantu and some other activities. Yeah. Um Us Lifting Us tomorrow, their economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa will have their Thursday night broadcast every Thursday night at 9 p.m. From 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U, Us Lifting Us. If you want to call because you have a question or comment or concern or you just want to listen, you can dial 929- 477-2789. 477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting up us, the Economic Development Cooperative for our people. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop is located in Macon, Georgia. That's Brother Abija. Man, he, his place is every, every part of it. You know, yeah, all space is utilized. He even has a vegan restaurant. In, in the place and a lot of good space for our conference and so forth man brother BJ got it going on so if you're in the making area check him out 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon give him a call he's open Tuesday through Sunday not on Monday he's open from Tuesday through Sunday 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. give him a call at 478-256 1166 that's 478-256 1166 Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense, your one stop natural shop, located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Please give my good sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404 434 7963. That's 404 434 7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one stop natural shop. Sister Gabby. Gabrielle Aurelia of uh, Sanjay-Haiti. Go online, brothers and sisters, and check it out for yourself. The great work that she's doing, the donations that she needs to help those young people in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. dot org. sanjay org. All right. All right. Baba Berudy. Mama Yeah. You know their school has started. Of course, a lot of it is online. You know. A lot of it is online. But there's some things that are happening with uh, this this Saturday, I know I'll be out of uh town, but the African Warriors Day, that's September 16th, this Saturday, from 4pm to 6pm, from 4pm to 6pm online okay check it out, the African Warriors and I thank Mama Baruti Mama Inia and uh, Baba Baruti sent me the link so I can participate and I'm going to do just like, even though I'm going to be out of town, I'm going to do just that because they deserve it And of course, higher ground. The book is out. There's going to be a course on it. That's right. Higher ground. It's going to be taught by Baba Baruti. and um, it's going to be every Wednesday in October. October, f- from starting October fourth through the twenty fifth. Every Wednesday, from seven thirty to nine p.m. Sixty dollars. Only sixty dollars, family, to get this kind of knowledge, and warriors in training. If you got a young person who's interested, you know, get get him or her hooked up. Warriors in training, because, you know, young men and young women, (laughs) there's no distinction. We're warriors, because we're all down for our cause, of self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for us as a people. The higher ground course is live stream only. So, you got to register. I mean, you make your donation to either $60 for Warriors and 35 for Warriors in Training via PayPal, Ya at Yahoo, or Cash App, dollar sign Yah M Barudi. Include your pertinent information, of course, Higher Ground Course, Higher Ground Course, your name, your email address where they can send the link. All right. And as I stated, the Warriors Day. It's going to be on the, this Saturday, from four to six, online. Same thing applies. Uh, donation is ten dollars for adults and five dollars for youngs. And the same thing, you know, you, you can use PayPal or Cash App. Put in the pertinent infa- pertinent information. African Warriors Day, your name, your email address, so they can send you the link. This Saturday. Exciting news, Baba Baruti will be offering an online weekend African history course for 4th through 12th grades, open to mature 3rd graders even. Okay, It's going to be on Sunday, Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon. Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon, starting Sunday, October 1st. Starting Sunday, October 1st. For further information, contact Mama Yaa, Mama Yaa Baroudi at, ya, at yahoo.com, Y-A-A-B-A-R-U-T-I at com, or give her a call at 404-753-7237, 404-753-7237. African history course, right on, right on. I'm so happy, man, that Baba Baruti is... Strong enough to do this, you know he his health is you know man, not his internal health, his back that's one of the main things I mean, you know he's he takes care of himself, but there's sometimes you got ailments that just that just don't happen for you right family so okay uh I guess we might as well read the end yeah says sim. Daily revolutionary thought, you know, to Inyasasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. Yeah. September twelfth. Okay, A man straddling two cultures is rarely called, excuse me, a man straddling two cultures is rarely well-seated. Albert Mini. Some of us who have been initiated into traditional African priesthoods have divided loyalties or are completely committed to white supremacy. To, to. They confuse These confused souls either do not know or do not want to know our historical relationship between Africans and Europeans and that the intent of Europeans for global domination of all people of color has never changed. Apparently, money, smiles, lust, and the misbelief that their spiritual training was elevated them above this world and therefore its radical politics guide the dreams of this collection of African priests who carry no loyalty to African people. Obviously, obviously for many of us, obviously for many of us, spiritual training and elevation does little to enlighten us about how systematically self-hatred has been assimilated into our subconscious. The defeat and removal of self-destructive racist beliefs from our minds requires an awareness of their presence and effect, as well as a strong desire to come out from under their power. Priests are people too. They too can be blind to truths about themselves and others. Of course, there are those who are consciously committed to the destruction of African people at European hands. These These are beyond our assistance. Those who wittingly desire their own people's death cannot be helped. They do not want another righteous reality. They cannot imagine a world where they are not handmaidens to European domination. As such, they should remain beyond our concern. Our focus should be on the aspirants to the priesthood who equally aspire to be African. Ashe. affirm. My loyalty is undivided. Affirm, my loyalty is undivided. September 13th. If we're going to survive, and we must survive, we have to have sincere, committed people who will put their struggle above everything else and who will not sell themselves or their struggle at any cost, even at the cost of death. Non-equal Too many of our potentially beneficial revolutionaries just want to be heroes or sheroes. In their heart of hearts, their ultimate goal is to be seen and lauded, to become rich and famous without the usual taint of self-centeredness. Because we have been soaking in this numbing, extreme individualism almost from birth, this warped need to be seen and publicly recognized as savior retires our ability to be dedicated workers in a people's vision where victory and glory are more a national than individual experience because our humanity, manhood and womanhood have been so systematically denied for so long. It is hard to aspire to the role of humble, indefeatable warriors because nothing less than the limelight will soothe our eviscerated egos. We have forgotten that too as a shiro or hero work is enough. It should be more than enough to be seen and lauded by those who serve, who we serve and who serve by our side. I say affirm I do a hero shiro's work. Let me read one more since I won't be here this Friday because because it's bookman duty that's why <laughs> September 14th throw away the image of the god of the white man who has so often brought down our tears and listen to liberty which speaks in all of our hearts bookman duty he said he said throw away the white man's god and you will be free He didn't say you could be free. He didn't say you might be free. He didn't say you should. No, he said, Throw away the white man's God and you will be free. They threw away the white man's God and had a successful revolution. The revolution of 1804. Yeah. It's possible, family. It's possible. Warriors have to learn that an intimate awareness of our true talents and source of our superhuman power is only accessible through a deep, honest, unconditional, uncompromisingly spiritual union with the creator and the deities and our ancestors. This state of being can only be reached by searching inwardly and in an an unconquerable African warriorhood can only be realized when we come to init- intuitively know that while spirit is the essence of our lives, European religion is completely wrong for us. I repeat, European religion is completely wrong for us. And not just European religion, but religions outside of Africa. If it is not African, Eurocentric institutions, religious and otherwise, completely separate the individual from spirit. They place one's individual power and self, communally regulated moral sensibilities under the government of an externally dedicated, supremacist-vested, staunchly bureaucratic, capitalist, materialistic church. A spiritual connection for Africans only fully manifests itself when we realize that this lesser, alienating, from ourselves, each other, and the creator, way of re- relating to a divinity outside of us begets nothing more than a growing personal frustration, already too long festering in the mire of the institutionalized pacification of subject people. Only with spiritual connection can we discover the value of the righteous rage we have legitimately inherited from our ancestors. ashe Affirm, I see divinity in our image. Affirm, I see divinity in our image. Ashe. To Inyash, the theme of Daily Revolutionary Thought. Yeah. I saw this particular piece. Got a few more things. This is anything you want to talk about today, you know, like a Yo Show. Yeah, Yo Show Wednesday. But I saw this particular piece. I thought it was, I uh, wanted to read this. American African women have been holding it down for America at the U.S. Open. But when it comes, but when but when has America held them down? They've been holding us back, but they ain't held these sisters down for the work that they have done. Coco Golf won her first Grand Slam title Making her the fourth American African woman to win women's single championships since 1999. Only Americans who have won since 1999. The only Americans. Serena, Venus, Serena, and my good sister. Man, this is not a good day for me in my memory. <laughs> Yeah. Sloane Stevens. Sloan Stevens. Beautiful sister. Beautiful dark-skinned sister. She married a football player. I'm so happy. I'm glad she didn't marry no Caucasian. Beautiful sister. This is the summer of Coco Golf. I know Labor Day is supposed to signify the social ending of summer season, but Cocoa Golf won the U.S. Women's Open Singles Championship, and she was the fourth to do it since 1999. Before golf, the last three American Open champions have been sisters. Venus, Serena, and Sloan Stevenson, and now Coco Golf. It's worth noting that the Williams sisters have multiple wins between them in that 20-year span. You know, of course, we all know the dominance, the dominance of Serena. Man. People keep mistakenly bringing up Naomi Osaka in this discussion. And, and to me, I, I would include her, but the writer of the article says, i like to note that while we also celebrate her as Black Girl Magic as well, Naomi plays for Japan when she competes. Didn't know that. Not the United States. And in this discussion, we're referring to U.S. winners. Okay. She also has played for uh, Jamaica. Where her father's from. You know, mother's Japanese and father's Jamaican, so. Oh, yeah. Coco Goff is the first American teenage player to win the Open since Serena did it in 99. Coco did, didn't just win the U.S. Open, she ran a clinic on both tennis and life as a black woman. She schooled her opponents and she played hard and she played fast. She advocated for herself on the court and and an example of an implicit anti-American African bias in American sports. And when she gave her victory speech after she was presented with the prize, she addressed her haters. She said, honestly, thank you to the people who didn't believe in me. She said, months ago, I won the 500 title. And people said, oh, it will stop at that. Two weeks ago, I won the 1,000 title. And people were saying that that was the biggest and it wasn't going to get any better than that. So three weeks later, here I am with the trophy right now, she continued. I tried my best to carry this with grace and I've been doing my best so honestly, those who thought you were putting water on my fire. You were really adding gas to my fire. And I'm really burning so bright right now. Right on. Talk your shit, black girl magic. <laughs> That's right. Since 1999, every single U.S. Open champion has been a sister. American Africans have been holding the American down in tennis for the better part of the last twenty years, but when has America held black women down? Hmm. They want our rhythm, but not our blues, y'all. They will celebrate Coco and Crow and claim her with pride at the same time. American and African face disproportionately high rates, high rates of m- maternal morality. They will clap their hands and talk about how they watched her matches as a young, you know, or as young pregnant women are killed by police over stolen bottles of liquor. I don't know that situation. The Carly Russell situation aside, missing American African women don't get the same level of attention. That's true. That missing Caucasian women do. Okay, they want our athleticism, they want our culture, they want our dances and our dance challenges, and our music and our song, they want our hairstyles, our features, our aesthetics. American African women are the blueprint, don't ever be mistaken about that. American African women don't get the same level of respect, protection, or everyday treatment as other women do, still. When the U.S. wants a major tennis championship, they send American African women to do it. <laughs> Congratulations, Coco Golf. You did it, girl. You're welcome, America. Signed American African Women Everywhere. That was Monique Judge, the storyteller. Monique Judge did it on Twitter. So, yeah, I had to, had to read that. That was interesting. <sighs> yeah I'm looking forward to uh, talking just briefly with um brother Patrick Lumumba and um uh, talking about the conference this weekend you know, and I'm thinking as I'm thinking about them i i uh, I'm happy that it's happening but I've I've been to many other conferences and for over the years man i've been going to i've been doing this for the the better part of my life you know started getting involved in the um 70 well actually even back in the 60s you know when i was in high school you know but uh, kind of like got detoured in the 70s <laughs> got on the fire department in 76 and and I think getting on the fire department was really helpful in, in educating me and providing me the opportunity to go to many places and, and to work with other organizations and become involved in organizations. You know? Become involved. And, um, and you know, I was fortunate enough to lead a, a few and but more importantly, just to be a member and to help leadership to make the organization move. Yeah. We need organization, family. We need to be organized. There's no doubt about it. But we need organization to work collectively. We, we don't need a whole bunch of organizations scattered to and fro. We need an organization that is undivided, indivisible, that is committed, that doesn't speak to Caucasians, doesn't give a damn about Caucasians, doesn't want to join with them, definitely don't want them to be in our. We want organization to speak to the unity of African people the collective unity of African people we want organizations that will talk about the need for Africa to on the continent of Africa to be able to control the land the resources develop it and grow in northern Africa where of course um northern Africa, north of the Sahara, that's why I'm talking about sub-Saharan Africa. When they make the reference of sub-Saharan Africa, they're talking about Africa. But northern Africa, where Egypt, Libya, Algeria, Mauritania, Morocco, and so forth, Tunisia, they're experiencing some calamities and Morocco earthquake then in Libya floods drownings and multiple people have died I ain't talking about a few hundred thousands thousands of people when I watched the news they they showed a before and after man they showed before all the the, the 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 people's homes and villages and so forth near this one particular river. Not sure what it is, but then the after it was, man. Then of course the devastation in Morocco. But see, one of the problems I have with those who are in Northern Africa is the racism. We have to understand, family, that European, Caucasian extremism, racism, privilege has infected this whole damn planet. It is not something of a bygone time, although it was initiated, and it wasn't initiated long, 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 long ago. No, it is just a more recent phenomenon of the last four, five hundred years. Because Africans were contributors to this planet, and people knew that. But coming out of that ice, but no, excuse me, coming out of that medieval age, that dark age, when Europeans Began wanting to go around the world and take everybody's stuff in the name of. That's what happened, family. The Europeans spread that ideology of racism, and it, it has affected or infected the whole damn planet. That's why we always say, as Dr. Clark said, we have no friends everybody I often mention this movie uh, Stowaway the movie with uh, I gotta take me some ginkgo paloba I keep forgetting to take this shit It's about these Ghanaian brothers who stow away on this this Russian ship that is bound for France with cargo. It's a cargo, it's a freighter. You know. And uh, they stow away on this ship and they're discovered and the Russians want to play a game. They want to hunt them like animals and kill them. And so they start killing them off. So one brother's left. And he had a picture of himself and his wife and his child because that's what he wanted to do. He would go there and hopefully send for them. And so he put it in some coffee beans, a big bundle of coffee beans. And so as they were about to kill him, They were porting they were pulling into port in France, and he was fortunate enough you know to get off and he went to he went to the authorities now understand something, and you as I and you and I both know if it comes down to a situation of their word and our word and it is spoken to one of them whose word will be believed. Exactly. Yeah. And so, he tells them the whole situation, all the things that they have done. And the Russian do now, I believe, if memory serves me, the Russian ship was there, but the cargo was this, Somebody else, but anyway, it's insignificant. We didn't with the Russians. So when they come back on the ship, the brother t- says to them, "This is what has happened." And so he said, "I can show you." He takes them to where that bale of coffee beans is, and, and he, he found you know, put the picture in there, and so he was believed, and they were going to arrest the Russians for murder. You know? But one thing that the Russian dude said, he says, hey, wait a minute. We were doing you a favor because nobody wants niggers. We were doing you a favor because nobody wants niggers. Yeah. hunt it down when you family when you look at the treatment of us as a people that's why it's so insidious what Florida Oklahoma Texas want to do in terms of history as they want to rewrite the history of our situation here in America um I mentioned Prager U. It's it's, this Caucasian conservative dude, uh, last name Prager, and he has these um, animated pieces out with a little boy and a little girl, and they go back in time, and they see Dr. King, and they see Frederick Douglass, and they see, I watched the Frederick Douglass, the first one I watched, and and then the little boy says something about something, and he says, Frederick Douglass says, see, I knew, I knew that the American Constitution could work for us. I was like, "Damn!" Then and then, the one uh, the animated piece with uh, Christopher Columbus, where Columbus says, "Well, being a slave is better than being murdered."
1: <laughs> uh,
2: I tell you, I tell you, family. Yeah got some callers let me take some calls here uh 443 443 good afternoon okay keep you back on hold i'll come back to you 646 646 good afternoon Oh, well, it's not noon yet but good morning how about that what's up Jay? hey what's happening oh she i was just I was just tuning in to
3: see what you was talking about, man. That's
2: uh, it. Um, uh, uh, I'm I'm talking about anything today. Uh, hopefully, I'll have a brother uh, uh, Patrick Lamumba for this weekend's uh, Black Power Conference that happening in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, so Mississippi.
3: you are, are you doing are you doing Friday's show or no? Y'all will be on the road.
2: No. Well, you know what? That's interesting because um, I'm not sure. I've got to find out from Brother Elliot because Elliot is going to be. Billy is also going to be in Jackson, and I believe he plans to broadcast from Jackson uh, on Friday night, his program. So I might just join him. So,
3: yeah, it, it, it should really be an interesting um, um weekend that y'all brothers uh, are yeah, uh, putting well, together.
2: Hoping, I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, uh, learn some things and network with some folks. You know. Have
3: you ever been to Jackson before?
2: Yes, I have a number of times
3: okay yeah, cool yeah. cool, cool, cool so mm-hmm. I mean they got they got some things going on there, man. It should definitely for black people i think be a upcoming um upcoming city, man I mean well, the reality is is how how you market it to black people to come there
2: right that's true.
3: Because even if it was to become a place where retired people just went Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, did certain things, it would be magnificent, man. Like to build homes, you know what I mean? Maybe Mm -hmm. come together and and, and build a nice supermarket and, you know, just do certain things, man. I mean – Jackson could be a place where collective economics could really go into See
2: It it really could, but I think the problem is, and even though we're a good number uh, in the state of Mississippi, I think we're almost 40% of the population in the state of Mississippi, but the power holders in the state of Mississippi and, 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 and those individuals, those Caucasians are not going to relinquish that, and so we're just in a subservient mode in the state of Mississippi, but the city of Jackson itself could, could, be that. Yeah, kind well, of I'm, I'm
3: I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about the city of uh, 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 Jackson, F. Mississippi, the state. I'm talking about going to some place like Jackson and really building it up for a place for black people to go. And and, and and flourish. There's there's just certain things that the government has to do anyway in regards to a state, and you build from there. But that doesn't mean that black people can't go someplace and build it up. I mean, I'll give you a perfect example what the Hasidic Jews do in certain areas that they go and take over. They collectively go, buy up the land, and build community. I mean, that's what community is about. Right. It, you know your taxes require yeah. them to provide certain services. It's up to you, as a people, collectively coming together to build it out and to do the necessary things to make community. Right. That's the problem with black people right now. We don't have community, so whereby we're so we're so fractured to the point. I, I give you a, I give you a funny example, man. I was on Instagram. And, you know, the Negro likes to get on Instagram every now and then and spill the bullshit. And, you know, one of the things I always say is when you make a critical statement about something, you got to know your facts. You got to have a clear understanding that there's certain criterias that are met within this society mm-hmm when dealing with the government. So the issue was blacks need uh, a crime bill or or a protection in regards to what they gave the Chinese. Mm -hmm. And I had to try and explain to this dumbass that when it's a United States law in place, the Chinese so-called crime bill, That ain't just for damn Chinese. That's for every American citizen. So why do you have to have the need to say it has to specifically identify blacks when there's already a law on the books that identify and protect blacks? Use that damn law. Use that law. And the sad thing is, they make these stupid arguments and when you check them, they can't come back with nothing. The fact of the matter is the white man ain't gonna give nothing in this country specifically for black people. Ain't a damn thing they gonna give us. Nothing.
2: But you what, know Yeah, and, and what's ironic is the fact that everything that uh we marched for, got our ass whooped for, and imprisoned for and jailed and killed for. Everybody else has benefited. They rode our back when we, yeah, we but, initiated but they, these. When we initiated these affirmative action programs, the biggest right. the biggest beneficiary of affirmative action has turned out to be Caucasian women. You know, no and, question. Yeah.
3: So if you make a bill for Chinese, and the past, the Senate and the in in the Congress, and the President signs it into law, that covers your black ass too. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, and, and it's just that type of idiocy that puts us as a people sometimes in the position that make us look at look like fools. Don't go on here talking about, well, Biden has to do this, Biden has to do that. He done not already did it. What is what he had to put your name on it? He had to put Joe Black, Miss Black. Fanny Black or or Black, Black, Black in order for you to use the law that is already on the book to solve your grievance. They cannot not solve your grievance if there's a law. So that means you're not following the law and you're violating the law. But just because it says uh, Asian Crime um, Act or something like that you too dumb to realize that it covers your black ass also. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that we, that you know, it's something uh, that we're not doing. Our, our leaders, so-called leaders, are not educating the well, people.
2: Well, let me just say this, this way, or, though, too, Joe, Jay. You know? I agree with you to an extent because when you see that, you don't understand that it does cover, it's more blanket. But when you see it specific like that, because of what Asians had done or what Jews have done or what Latinos have done or even us have done, it, when it's when it's more specific that way, you feel more protected that way. But when it's broad, and it is, and it is, I agree with you, it, when they put that down there, you also too can be, uh, seek redress under that law. But because you're not aware of that or cognizant of that, you know, you're upset because here here it is again. We're getting our ass, you know, beat down or murdered or whatever, and nothing's being done as we feel. But, yes, I understand.
3: I'm at the point where I don't
2: understand. Oh, Jay, you're breaking up on me bad, dude. Jay, Jay. Jay, you are breaking up bad.
3: Oh, 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 oh. I was saying, I don't expect white folks to do nothing for me, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on that James Brown. I'm going to do it for myself. I say. That's the only way we're going to get out of this if we do it for ourselves. White folks can't go about the business at this present time in the climate of saying that they're going to specifically do anything for black people. Right. It's just it's a just reaction.
2: Unfortunately, we're not honest. Well, Jay, listen, you're breaking up on me, so it must be time for me to take a break. Well, so, break. <laughs> so I'm going to take a break, brother. But just hang on to it after we get back, man. Okay. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening
0: to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. You are listening to Time For An Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Not
2: a Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and Network.com. Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, a nice piece. Let me go ahead and play... Um, the commercial for uh, Jamal Pratt Gun Club.
0: It's coming. coming. Mississippi Black Liberation Movement, Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club, presents the 7th Annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit 2023. Building Power Summit, Free the Land, Undivide and Reclaim, September 15th to the 17th. Jackson, Mississippi at the Historic Black Tougaloo College. Portions of the conference to be aired on Time for an Awakening Media, Black Talk Radio Network. Calling all serious black power organizations, revolutionaries, organizers to attend this divine experience. For more information, contact Brother Patrick Lamumba 662-560-5434, Sister Crystal Denise, 405-361-4751. And brother Nick 364 five one two three six four zero zero five zero. That's the seventh annual Black Liberation Movement Building Power Summit twenty
2: twenty three. We'll be in the house. That's right. Uh let me play this piece. I wanna play this piece right quick. Um uh, I know we all have problems with Brother Umar Johnson and I you know, I know I have problems with him because I love the brother, you know. In fact, I'm watching Hidden Colors series. That's where I first saw him. And I was like, man, that brother's spitting fire. Man. Who's that brother, you know. Then I found out who he was, where he was at, and so forth. And uh, brought him to Milwaukee. So he, I mean, he, we know each other. In fact, when he was here a few weeks ago for the um, Marcus Garvey Day, you know, didn't get a chance to talk to him at all, but we, you know, we extended greetings, you know, we saw each other extend the greetings, you know, and believe me, I would be more supportive of, of him had he been more transparent. He's been trying to get this school thing going for way too many years, and when he's had some people, you know, or when he's, Put information out on the internet, on Facebook, and so forth, asking for contributions. You don't see nobody but him. He doesn't introduce, here's my, and this is my, you know. Still today, still today, you know. And he has been much maligned. There's a number of people on the internet that are just hating on this man, you know. But one thing y- you have to admit he knows what he's talking about he's He's probably the most articulate person on the condition of our people period I mean you know there are others, yes, there are others, but this brother, let me play this piece right quick.
0: his most cherished weapon against african people Mm. you see understandably when people look at america up until now being quote unquote the most powerful country in the world if you want to get down with the most powerful country in the world you're going to have to despise who they despise and since america has done such a great job despising african people anybody wants to come to this country even if they are african are going to seek somebody else's company other than ours Mm. right that doesn't make what they do right right But we have to look at the fact that we as African people in America haven't done a whole lot collectively to make ourselves the power base we should be for all African people. Mm. With our education, with our income, being the richest group of African people in the world in terms of take-home pay, we should be the power base for African people throughout the world. Y'all need institutions? We're going to fund them y'all have a problem with your water we're going to fund that Mm. you understand me you got a medical crisis we're going to take care of that we have the resources we got the personnel we got the expertise we got the money we should be the power base Mm. so when an african comes to america from outside of the outside of this country they say well wait a minute now if i align myself with the african-american what is in that for me because i don't even see the african-american doing anything for themselves on a collective basis we have success but it's all individual Mm. right there's very few institutions that we run and control independently let's take it to little league when you go for the little league uh, football team or the basketball team do you go try out for the team that's losing every year or do you want to be on a championship team Mm -hmm. most children want to be on a championship team so when africans from the diaspora come to america they see two teams the black team that has lost 157 straight Super Bowls since the end of slavery, right? And the white team, that seemed like they still winning and doing great. I want to align myself with the white team. Now, the mistake that Africans in the diaspora are making is that if you do not link up with us, your national homeland will never be free either. See, what they do to African people anywhere, they do to African people everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you come from Nigeria, you come from Ghana, you come from Jamaica, you come from Turks and Caicos, <clears throat> you don't associate with African people, you go get you a snow bunny, move up on the West Side, you can do all that. But understand, your life is only as sacred as white people allow it to be at any minute they can turn you into a brianna teller whether you have a u.s passport or not you've seen it happen here in new york city years ago with the abner louima and amadou diallo cases where the police you know abused african immigrants right here in new york city mm-hmm. so when it comes to white people we're all african they know who we are mm-hmm. They, but they will use one group against the other as long as it is in their best interest. And once they're done using that group, guess what they do to that group? They destroy them too. It's no difference to looking at the black community compared to black celebrities. They, they use Bill Cosby as long as they could. And when they no longer needed him, They turned on him. Mm -hmm. They'll use Whitney Houston as long as they could. When they long and needed her, they murdered her. Michael Jackson, they murdered him. Prince, they murdered him. Jimi Hendrix, they murdered him. Kobe Bryant, they murdered him. You understand? So all of us are nothing but tools in the hand of white supremacy we have to wake up from that nightmare from that imaginary illusion of inclusion that has black people thinking if i come to america but stay away from african americans i'll be given probationary white status you'll never be given probationary white status because you are not White. And when they're done using you for your intellectual knowledge, when they're done using you in the labor market, when they're done using you helping to perpetuate the myth of a multicultural colorblind America, they'll bust you right back to the country you came from. All African people in America who are not practicing pan-Africanism, are simply tools that are being used, that have an expiration date, and when your utility to the white power structure expires, you will too, and they will send you back home. The white man's original.
2: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, divide and conquer. Your greatest tool. That is. It has been and still going on. We can see that can see that they're still utilizing the divisions within us, the divisions within other people. As I stated earlier b- before that, we you know, uh um, we have no friends and wherever we are, we are we are at the lowest of the social economic level, on the bottom rung. You no. Know, even in countries across this across the globe who have uh melanated people, they are not on T V. They are not in the government. They are not in positions of authority. If they are, there's a few here or there. Because most of them are shunned. Most of them are relegated to a subservient position. There are more Africans in Brazil than any country except Nigeria. And the Africans in Brazil are invisible. Oh, they know where they are they're in the hills they're in the Fafalas. that's the in, that's the interesting thing about um that's the interesting thing about that you know uh they're in they they <laughs> in brazil particularly i'm speaking of, uh, <coughs> of rio there are these high rises that's where the folks with money are in the hills unlike here like you know you see a lot of places in that are in the hills, but uh they have these shanty towns or these call them they that where the poor people live in the hills, you know, and um let me see I'm sorry, family uh, oh okay. Okay, we got some few folks that joined us. Yeah. Let me uh, take this call at 404. 404 697. 404. Good afternoon. Hello. Greetings. Yes. Yes, yeah, greetings. Greetings, my sister. How are you? Sure. Good. I'm
4: okay. How are you
2: doing? I'm well. Thank you. Uh,
4: yeah, we joined the program. It's very, you know, it's very good. I am. I, um, I think it was very powerful, and the uh, the, the program he had uh, Monday was most informative to me, too. Thank you. You know, insightful and powerful. Yeah. And i when I mean, the I really comment. I, I love the piece that you just um, played for Brother Umar Johnson, Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I am one of his supporters. I love the brother. He's uh, a Pan African prince to me. And... <laughs> Um, I like that he's reaching the the youth because I mean I got I have grandchildren that are uh,
5: mm-hmm. teenagers
4: and they just you know love him and they you know and, and they are embracing the fact that he's embracing Pan Africanism
5: mm-hmm.
4: and I think that's good and unity right. and I think he says a lot of things and he I do listen to him on the YouTube too he does he you uh, mentioned the YouTube followers but he has a lot of a lot of. Powerful supporters on YouTube, off of a lot of people that, uh, you know, really embracing him and loving him and following well, him. Well, I mean, I, there's you know, no
2: doubt about he's it. All
4: over the world. Yeah, he goes yeah. to South Africa, no, to Brazil. Yeah. He's been he, all over the, you know, the world. And, you know, people are. Uh, I think that's, just, sister, sister, just, sister.
2: I think the problem, of course, with Dr. Umar Johnson, particularly here in the States, unlike anywhere else around the world because you're right he has been he has been to many places uh but the fact is here over the many years i've known umar johnson since the mid beginning of the mid 2000s you know have, have brought him to milwaukee a few times heard him. you know i first heard him of course on the uh king color series he was fired so who's this brother so I finally had a chance to yeah, meet was, him and so yeah, yeah yeah but I think him putting himself out the way he has he has lost a lot of people you know because he said he's going to do this and 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 then he produces nobody that is assisting him in helping him to do it and it's not getting done it's been years you know and so his credibility And to me, what's most important for us is to be men and women of our word, for us to have integrity. You know, there's been a lot uh, that happened to us in our sojourn here and and everywhere where we've been dispersed and even on a continent, even on a continent where it's necessary that we become men and women of our word and begin to work hard. Yes, he's a Pan-Africanist. I am too. I, you know, were you, were you, uh, at the shrine when he came to the shrine? I loved him. I, I, I absolutely
4: loved him. He was very proud. I was absolutely at the shrine. I took pictures with him. I talked with him. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we discussed some work about his school too. I mean, because he's he's uh, with Ebi, He was the EPI. Right. Religious. Right.
1: And
4: we know some other students that are. That uh, go to the EFI, uh University and would be interested in you know working about them teaching at the school and so and then my understanding is that in December there's going to be a, a opening at Kwanzaa, too mm-hmm. and so yes yeah, so I I was I was I was just uh, so excited and so um, you know it was wonderful to I thought it was very amazing. Mm-hmm. And oh, powerful, yeah. and he was very well received at the shrine. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, he got he's, people all, all ages, all ages yeah, from yeah. very young. And I found Listen. him to be very respectful and positive and loving. And I think that he has done a lot of work. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have anything done. I mean, they got land, and it's a well. Let me, let me say, a, to a sister, sister, a sister, sister,
2: sister, please. <laughs> I, you're right, but if it's just talk let me let me say this let me say this yeah because mm-hmm. he is no doubt the best critiquer of our situation in this he country is. there's no doubt about it he's he's eloquent <laughs> you know he's dynamic he's good, he's good no doubt he's but 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 the thing is him. this yes but the thing is this to me once again if you're saying you're doing this and it's not manifest, but yeah, you keep saying it. And, and he, uh, you know, I saw him in Macon uh, at uh, Brother Beej's place, the, uh, you know, cultural center in Macon, Georgia, uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, outstanding. Opened up for him on libation. Outstanding. Good brother. I love him. But I don't that love, I don't love the fact that what he says he's going to do has been done. Well, let's, Let me say this. I want to get off this because I don't want this to be about Umar Johnson, you know.
4: Yeah, he's working on it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I, and and believe me, uh, I, I I hope that he continues to do that, and and I hope that and the school is be manifest. Yes. I do, yes. I really do, I do, you know. That so, all right, my sister, thank you, dear. Peace. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, peace and power.
2: Peace and power. All right. Um, we have a uh, brother. Uh, Cammie Kitchens from Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, brother. How are you and how's everyone this morning? We're we're doing well, dear brother. We're doing well. I I just made mention for you uh, about the Black Power Summit that's going to be in Jackson uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, And one portion of it on Saturday will be at the Tougaloo College. But, of course, my main concern is still the water crises in Jackson, Mississippi, and I know that you are part of uh, the Moses West Foundation helping to correct the situation. What's the progress has been? What progress has been made?
6: Okay, well, thank you for the question. I, I do need to be transparent and state that I just got on the call. I'm not in a proper position to talk, but I can share a little. Uh, but I'm going to have to hop right off. Okay, okay
2: that'll be fine. Thank you. That'll be okay, fine. and
6: uh, rest assured, I appreciate you and, and what everyone is doing. Uh, since we last talked, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the water pressures up here in Jackson and surrounding areas, uh, but we are fearful of what may come about this winter and this fall due to the cold snap, you know, we're going, we're unfortunately, I believe we'll be faced again with a number of the pipes bursting and, and some other issues, even though the water towers are up, uh, we have some politics that we're working through. Uh, The water still going through an old pipe system, old as in approximately 90 years old. Mm -hmm. So we are working through that. uh, Dr. Moses West. I had a conversation with him uh, just yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. He gave me a call. He's still very much on board, and we have some things in the works. It's just that at this time, I'm not at liberty to say because we want to put a couple of uh, tracks in line with certainty, so we can say not what we're going to do,
2: but what has been, but uh,
6: what we have done. Right. right on. Because superior works. Cannot be denied. So, yes. in a brief thumbshell, that's kind of where we are.
2: Okay, all right. Well, I, you know, uh, our, our thoughts it has a cliche goes <laughs> our thoughts and prayers. Would you, but on the bull, man, our hearts are with y'all in Jackson, Mississippi, and, and other places like, you know, uh, 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 Michigan. You know, yeah, that are happening there, and uh, so Flint, Michigan. And so, you know, all this, this is a tough situation because Dr. Moses West and the Moses West Foundation has proven that water is everywhere. There is no shortage of water, drinkable, usable water. The problem, of course, is access to water around the globe. And his whole thing is, that's why... Based upon my understanding, that's why he's not seeking investors. He's seeking donations. He wants to help put the atmospheric water generating machine, the AWG, wherever it's needed on the planet, wherever it's needed, from a small one to a large one, wherever it's needed, because water is essential. Water is the, for life, without water, we'll die. Brother osi Yes, sir. May, may I interject something? Yes, please.
6: <clears throat> um, Where we are, there is a large agricultural community, uh, cattle, uh, animals, that type thing. And mm-hmm. with the water levels being where they are, the drought here, a lot of the ranchers are selling uh, the cattle. It's not because they want to, mm-hmm. but their ponds are low. Uh, The water levels are low. Right. And uh, now, even though those did not want to, what do I want to say, put Dr. West in the light and his works in the light, now they're beginning to look because it's their survival. Mm -hmm. And once you begin to touch their pocketbooks, as my mom would say, Mm -hmm. and their wallets, you begin to get their attention. So I believe that a higher power, excuse me, A higher power Mm -hmm. is working in a number of ways to bring this type of technology to the people. I want to commend your show because one thing that Dr. West needs, we need outside of donations is to bring about awareness and your show and people uh, spreading the word, letting them know that an atmospheric water generator is available. It creates water out of thin air. And once you understand that technology and get it into your community, you have freedom because you no longer have a water bill. That's right. And there are a number of other positive things that you can do outside of that. So I said I wouldn't be long. I do appreciate you uh, giving me an opportunity to speak.
3: God bless you. Thank you, Mother. Hey, okay, brother. Okay, hey, okay, I ask the guys a question real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. Sir. Sure. Good afternoon and congratulations on your work. You just mentioned something about the cow farmers um, and they running out of water. Are you implying that they're now looking to um, Brother West to provide a machine or will they be willing to purchase a machine? How, How does that work? Could you explain that a little bit? <clears throat> Here I give you a little process, and
6: yes, I did say that the ranchers and people involved in agriculture they are in need of water due to the drought. We have a, a drought situation in Mississippi. <clears throat> Excuse me, and Dr. West, of course, is making his technology available. Now, in terms of how they wa- how they obtain it, uh, we are in the process of holding a seminar so that the believers and non-believers can come and see the machine work and we will have a discussion in terms of what you are talking about how to go about purchasing the machine what the government has available in terms of cost shares etc so that people in need can get this machine so it's not just limited <clears throat> excuse me to agriculture um myself I'm in the healthcare business. That is a huge alternative uh, for people in the healthcare industry because in the event that you have a natural disaster and people cannot get water through the conventional ways, this is something that's up and readily available. Brother Oshi just mentioned Flint, Michigan, but also we know what's going on in Maui. We know what's going on in Silver City, Puerto Rico. And the list goes on. Right. We're in a national crisis and just a number of people don't know it. So I hope that I answered your question, sir.
2: Jay, you're breaking up. But we, brother, brother.
3: So uh, now, so now you're saying, so now you're saying that Miss.
2: Jay, Jay, you're breaking up, brother. And the brother has to go, Jay. Yes, to go. Hello. Okay. All right, Brother Kitchens, thank you so much for your time. And uh I'll be reaching out to Brother Apollo and to Brother uh Dr. Moses West, the Moses West Foundation. Thank you, brother. And look and I, welcome. God bless. And I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Yes, sir. All right. God please, bless. Please. Uh Brother Paul, Brother Paul, good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Baba Ochi. How are you? I am well, my brother. Hello.
7: Uh, good, 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 great to hear. Um, and great show as as usual. Um, hello. Yes. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, you're having problems too. Maybe hang up and call back. I'm going to get another caller here. Okay. Uh, Brother Irv, good afternoon. Brother Oshi, can you hear me? I can hear you well. You're sounding good, man. Everybody else is all...
8: (laughs) You're sounding good. Wow, man. I'm listening to it. And and, and Brother Paul was clear first, and then he he faded out. Brother Jay was uh, asking questions, and then he completely went went nuts. But um, it's interesting. It's a very interesting show that you have and and the things that you're saying. I um, I listened to the, the short piece by uh, Dr. Umar Johnson, which I thought was mm-hmm. fantastic the way you articulated yeah. to the woman that yeah. because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at everything. Right. In other words, Brother Umar Johnson is an excellent speaker. He's an orator yeah. to the highest level. Yes, he, he knows he is, what he's man. talking about. Yes, and, he does, he and he does his research. Yeah. But when it comes to business and organization, he lacks. Mm-hmm. He like and I say that, and I would never ever say anything to disparage a brother or to so argue with another black man on a radio station. Mm-hmm. But his um, management and organizational skills. Uh, when you we need to have team Umar, we don't need to have just Umar. We need to have team Umar, mm-hmm. and there's no team Umar, not that I see. All right. And I need, and and you know, like I know, if I don't, if if we don't see it, it, it ain't there. I don't see the school. I, I, I hear mm-hmm. you talking about the school. Mm-hmm. I gave him some money. I, and I don't give money by I'm going to tell yeah. you, I gave, I gave very few people money. But I gave him some money because I believed in what he was saying, and I still do. But when it comes to running a school and starting a school and building a school, he doesn't have that skill set. And I think he has to realize that he doesn't have that skill set, but he's smart enough to know how to get people who have that skill. The president doesn't know everything about everything, but his cabinet knows everything, about everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: So he needs to have team Umar for, for one, and that's very important. Right. But to have these people, and uh, Frederick Douglass said, that the, I told you that the Constitution will work for us. <laughs> well, no, the Constitution will work for some of us. Mm-hmm. See, and, and that's where we are, because yeah. you can rise no higher than the condition of your people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Farrakhan said that, and, and, and they put it on, on our Elliot show. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely true. And And as long as we live in the, and the I, the, the I, the me, myself, my family, my, 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 we're going to keep having the situation that right. we have. We have to think collectively. collectively. Um, my, my eyes right now are on the pushback on colonialism and neocolonialism in Africa. And Baba Oshi, progress is being made. Mm-hmm. France, is realizing, yes. France is realizing that the, the, the jig is up. The game is over. That regardless of what you separated in, in belt, in, in that, that meeting y'all had and stood up after that's null and void. Yeah. That's null and void. The, the, the debts we have will, will be, for, will be forgiven. They will not be paid. You won't get your money.
2: So yeah. what are you going to do?
8: Yeah. Are you going to kill all of yeah. us?
2: In fact, because not only, not only, hey, hey, not only the debts that you say that we have, but you we know we're coming back after we get our act together and start being solid. We're coming back for reparations. You that's owe correct. us. We have we have bankrolled you for hundreds of years of of, of our resources, our human capital and our resource capital. We have done it for hundreds of years. You know, this this is over. This is. Oh, and Mm -hmm. and, and to me, it is not going to the world court in The Hague. Damn Mm -hmm. that it's going to be the court of Africa, you know, Mm -hmm. because the fact is the resources of Africa will be needed. Ongoing, because they always have been, and and and, okay. and if France wants some, if England wants some, if Belgium, Germany, whatever they want some, this is the deal. This is the deal. This is mm-hmm. they're, we're looking for you to pay f- for them at fair market value price. That's the bottom line. That's, yeah. that's
8: correct. And mm-hmm. you're telling the United States is such a such a bully, and so is the European Union. That you're telling Iran that you cannot have a nuclear bomb. You can't do that. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. You're going to tell us that we can't have that. So what are you going to do to stop us from happening? We'll starve you. You don't have enough farmland to feed your people. Well, see, Africa's in a a, a different situation. They can grow their own food. They do have plutonium and uranium and nickel and iron and and all the minerals, everything needed to make a nuclear bomb. Once you have a nuclear bomb, then you become a world power. The only reason the United States is the world power is people are afraid of the United States. Yeah, not only economically, well, the, yeah. but militarily. Yeah, and, and the United States has has a, a naval base in in Africa, and they just they just pulled out some of the troops. They, I think it was a bunch of troops. They pulled out a bunch of them. The French. Said they're not leaving. Mm-hmm. See, the French were the ones in Vietnam before the Americans came. The French mm-hmm. has been all over the world trying to colonize people. Right, so that's what they do. Them and the English don't act like English. they sitting there with the rubies and the diamonds that they stole from Africa and put them on display. Mm-hmm. How the hell is Israel how does is, is a Jew a, a jeweler and ain't no ain't no diamond mines in
2: Israel. Where, where they is control the diamonds? diamonds. They can their main yeah. important export is diamonds. They control diamonds. And, they control diamonds they no in diamond this country diamond. in New York uh uh Maybe even uh, Jay could tell you, but the acidic Jews, they be on the streets trading in diamonds. But let me, let me get Brother Paul and let me try to get Brother Paul in here Yes, Yeah, him get Paul, please. Okay, please get Paul. I love that brother. Okay. Brother Paul, you, are you okay now? You ready? Oh, can you hear me, Baba Ochi? Very well, my brother. Very well.
7: Oh, well, uh, uh, you know, um, good afternoon, good morning to all you guys and special good morning to Brother Irv. Sorry to cut in like that, Brother Irv. But, um, you know, um Baba Ochi, I don't think Brother Irv's... You know, you had a, you, a show, you remember it well, because you had him on your show, sure, yeah? Sure, sure. And um, let, me, let, let let me let everybody know, because I'm going to be transparent. But brother uh, but Brother Elliot actually phoned me and asked me if I wanted to speak with him. And the reason why he asked me that, because I was saying certain things which um, I weren't happy with. Now, you heard me on your show. You heard him on your show he made a statement, which was very untrue, but I, I allow him. He said that uh, when, he, when he comes to England, I stalk him. Well, I, I ain't got no time to stalk nobody, me. I ain't got that time, you know what I mean? And I, I ain't, you know what I mean? I'm certainly not stalking no man. But the bottom line is, yeah, we had, we had a debate on the radio, right? And mm-hmm. I asked him a question, and I said to him, He came in uh, a a particular year, November, and uh, I said to him, if you get that school ready by uh, the December, I will give you uh, £10,000 towards your school. I'm just telling the truth. That's what I told him, and I meant that. I would give him that. I I don't give away money. Like, brother, I don't give no money away like that, Mm -hmm. but I would give him that money because I knew that he ain't building no school. He weren't building no damn school. And the reason why I knew that, because I was listening to him a long time, more than he cared to realize. He don't even know. I, did you know? Do you know that there's a uh, I don't know if you was a, uh, you're familiar with a, a guy called David Anderson who had a platform called Blackonomics. Are you familiar with that?
2: No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, there's a brother. Oh, in Claude America Anderson. There. There's Claude Anderson no no no,
7: no. Claude, claude, claude anderson had actually been on that platform okay but there's a brother he he calls him. his david Anderson's name okay. he used to um, have a show called blackonomics a radio because okay. he had he had his own radio station he talked about purely money making okay. and flipping houses and investments yeah and i love the show He uh, and uh, a guy called david wren and uh david wren joined um uh black talk radio yeah but uh the show wasn't that uh the quality wasn't that great but i you know that was about eight nine years ago but he was omar was actually on that radio station for about a couple weeks he doesn't know i was listening to that yeah and it's that with that radio station when he was actually on it i'm not talking about the internet he was on the radio station when Callers was ringing him up. Then I became aware of certain things, which in America they were concerned about. It was on that radio station when he was on it for two weeks. Okay, I became alert. Now, my job—let me just make it clear. From I left school, I work. I worked in law. I worked for what you call attorneys. We call them solicitors. I was training to be a lawyer. And one of the one of the jobs I had to do was research people when people were um, taking out corporate loans. Yeah big loans and I, ha- I my job was to look into them and see if what they were saying was correct into it like they tell you they're married they got five children or whatever they got my job was to confirm all that this is before the internet so I'd go to the various agencies do the searches get their death certificate birth certificates all the, the thing to to to, to very to certify they were who they were and I was quite good at that I learned a lot from that job And it's very easy for me to do that with the internet. It's very easy for anybody because most of these things are public records. If you say that you own this building, it's a public record. Anybody can go and do a search and see if you own it. Now, when I started to look, (laughs) what he was saying wasn't true. And that bothered me big time. Because when he was coming to the UK, he was taking large sums of money here. People were paying him to talk. Now not to be disrespectful to anyone but if i if I realize what you're saying ain't true as far as i'm concerned, everything you say after that is bullcrap if i feel like, if I feel like you're trying to deceive me i ain't listening to you after that i don't care whether it's true or not if i if i assert what you're saying don't make no sense right and and I, I I feel that you're trying to hoodwink me i'm not listening after that care whether it's truth or not so when brother elliot asked me to come on that show right i I said to brother you sure you want me to come because i'm gonna just say it as it is and unfortunately we had that little controversy and he knew exactly who he was speaking to now my problem is this not that i feel he's trying to con the people because i'll have to say it as it is not that right my problem is how is it because we got a record as black people we got a record of allowing people to have us all there's a record of it. And it just it's just beyond me how we, we do this all the time. It's beyond me how this happens all the time. And I'm not even talking about there in America. I'm talking about even where I grew up. I see these characters. I grew up on the equivalent of a, what you call a project, housing. So you know all kind of things go on like that. And, you know, you get used to these characters. But it always amazed me. We make so many excuses for these. Oh, he's this, he's that, and I'm like, what? You can't see what he's doing. You what is it? You so blind? And you know that doesn't just work on those who come who look like us and come among us. That works on the bigger scale because these people are having us over every day, and we just fall for it. And it just it just it it's mind blowing to me how we just set this nonsense. Mind blowing. So you know. I know Brother Irv, when he talks, he's being polite and he's being debatable. But you know what? Sometimes, man, we got to say it, We've got to just say it as it is. Because a lot of people, honest people, decent people, people who want change gave him their money. And he produced nothing. And I don't know what's wrong with us, why we won't say it. He produced nothing but fancy talk. Some jive talk. Nonsense. And it it, it's, it bothers me, and I've spoke to you about this, uh, um, um, B- B- Baba Ochi. I've spoke to you, off a call about this,
2: because mm-hmm. it bothers yes.
7: me. Yes. I don't care. You can call. When I come on radio, he call me Negro and all this crap. Like like as if I'm bothered. I'm a hard nut to crack. You better believe that, and I tell him to his face. <laughs> right. That old business.
2: Right if you, on, come, in you, if you come in and you
7: try, if you want to come in and you want bad people, hoodwink people, I've problem with you. I got a problem with you, and I ain't pretending. I ain't dressing it up. I, 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 I no, I ain't doing that. And, and unfortunately, we do it too much. Yeah. And I'm just going to say one thing. You know, today I was thinking of this. You said we could speak about anything, but I just, I'm not going to go on too long. Okay. You know, another thing that bothers me. I was speaking to um, uh, one, uh, uh, one of the my American friends, yeah, and I, 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 I got the acquaintance through um, the. Um, Carl nelson show uh, she got contact and we speak okay. uh, often mm-hmm. She's, she said to me she talked she was talking about uh sexual um violence in the like uh on women and mm-hmm. on children mm-hmm. and i tell you so i so disturbed. i know it happens i know it's going on and it's going on in our community too much it's mm-hmm. terrible and i hate it i have three daughters and i hate the thought that Someone would molest them, rape them, or mm-hmm. a father would do that to his daughter. It, it just turns my stomach over. It's horrible. I don't want to, you know what I mean? It's horrible, right? We don't talk about it. We don't really even want to deal with it. And it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's causing damage in our community. Unrepairable right. Unrepairable damage. Right. You understand? And sometimes when I watch this man's behaviour, I'm not saying he's a sexual predator, but I'm saying that the way we sometimes uh bury our heads in the sand like ostriches and pretend like these things ain't happening, like we're not being robbed, that like we're not being hoodwinked, is the same way mm-hmm. we behave when this sexual nonsense is going on in our community. Girls are getting raped, um, sexually molested, even boys, bloody boys, you know. Can you believe that? Madness. Men even. Men. It's terrible, Baba Ochi. Mm. And then maybe this is not the right place to address it on. But if I get the opportunity to speak, I will be speaking about this. Because we just seem to be ignoring this madness. You know, she said to me, one in four uh, Americans, uh, females, have, have been sexually abused. And I said, no way. And she said, yeah, yeah, that's the figures. I said, no, no, that can't be true. Then I had to check myself and I, came to read. I said, one in four? Not, it's not no different here. It's not no different in Jamaica or the Caribbean. It's terrible. So I'm just going to say, because I thought about this today, and that's what I was going to come on and say. Before we can unify, talk about any unity, because I ain't unifying with these type of people, me personally. I don't want to unify with them. If you're a child molester, a rapist, a paedophile, I, I don't care what color you are, if you look like me or not. You could be my brother. You could be my no, I, brother, blood brother. I ain't unifying with you.
2: No, okay? I agree with you, my brother. I, I, I just saw this piece with uh, uh, the brother that plays for Houston, Porter Jr., who beat his girlfriend so bad, uh, almost killed her. You know, uh, she got away bloodied really bad, and she uh, had some thing in her, in her back or her neck, had a broken bone. You know, this is crazy. This abuse. It's crazy. Sex, it is. It's crazy. Man. And, uh, you know, Sadistic. I
7: came, I came up with that sister, yeah? And she told me some personal things. And I'm not going to say, and you know what? I was so And I, why am I shot? I keep asking myself, why am I so shocked? You know, I could cry. I was like, wow. My three daughters, I, you know what? I was accused of overprotecting them. Why people around me over protecting them? Because I knew if they ever come and told me that, that's the last time you would speak to me because I'd be sitting in a box for the rest right. of my life. Yeah. I'm telling you that, and I tell the world that. I, it, I'm in the box for the rest of my life because someone's got to go. Right, right. So it, that's how it was me. You understand. And I'm a complicated matter, but it's something we have to address before we can talk about unity. We have to address these madness going on in our community mm-hmm. because it is going on. It is. Sorry, sorry to deal with it like that, Baba Ochi, but um, you know, and sorry to, uh, but something was on my mind, and thank you for just uh, listening.
2: Right on, brother Paul. Appreciate you, man. Listen, I, I'm not sure when I'll be broadcasting if this weekend I'll be at the Black Power Conference in Jackson, Mississippi. But you have a great weekend, and see you in, uh, on Monday, brother. Peace. Yeah. So we're about we're about to um let me get Irv back
5: in here. Uh hold on. Let me Brother Ted. Brother Oshie, uh thank you for picking my call and, and real quick, um really really was hoping that I could be able to be with you in Mississippi, but um I just don't wanna be uh, a burden after a four hour drive from Montgomery to Jackson and and there on. But One of the things that I would really love to hear is uh, Paul's uh, uh, position on some things. I look forward to his conversation, should we ever have a conversation on those topic matters. But other than that, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for your patience. And uh, I'm going to communicate with you between now and the end of the weekend. And hopefully, should you pass through Montgomery, that we can get together. We plan to, right, brother. Yeah. I will let
2: you know. I'll, I'll be calling you, and I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you
5: so very much. No, thank you, dear brother. And I'll, I'll, I'll text you some information. Thank you so All right. so Peace. much. Peace. Peace.
2: Yeah. Brother Irv. Baba Oshie. Yeah. We only got a minute. No,
8: I know. I, I I just wanted to say that uh, brother Paul is it, 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 it amazing. Yeah. It would be. It's going to be great to hear his views on a lot of different things. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with everything that anybody says, but right. a lot of things, right? I do agree. Agree with him. He's 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 right on point with what he was saying. a mm-hmm. uh, really the abuse thing, but Brother oh another great show. I want to say that publicly, and um, I hopefully you could do a show from Jackson. That would be
2: fantastic. Yeah. We'll see what's but happening. I'll, I'll find out from Brother Elliot how how they're going to have it set up. I know that we're not getting into town. Until uh, you know, on that Friday a little bit, late. we're leaving early in the morning uh, here from Atlanta. It's a five-hour drive, and so I know we probably get in town a little after noon after my show time would be over. Although of course it comes on, uh, it will be coming on in 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 Central Time, you know, from from ten to twelve instead of eleven to one. But we'll see what happens, man. We'll see. What happens? And I I, I will definitely keep you posted. Off air, go ahead. Do do what you have to do. All right, dear brother. Peace to you. Yes, sir. Peace. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko: "The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed." This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants. Think they can't do it out, and they shown the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Have a great week and a great weekend. Shim hotel that means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. BB48, BB48 means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious Have a wonderful day. Be safe.